Godzahal, and welcome to the A Thousand Lives broadcast, the go-to podcast for all things related to Christian missions in China. This is Austin, your host and missionary to China with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. For more information about Vision Baptist Missions, the Vision for China team, and how to take the first step on your path to making Jesus famous in China, head on over to visionforchina.org. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. There you'll also find a slew of resources to aid you in both sharing the gospel with Chinese friends, as well as to help you encourage others to give their lives to making Jesus known in China. In last week's episode, The Original Chinese Preacher Man, we took a glimpse into the life of Liang Fa, the first ever ordained Chinese preacher. Before Jonathan Goforth was born, and well before even Hudson Taylor was born again, there was a preacher of Jesus Christ in China, one of the first fruits of an ever-growing harvest named Liang Fa. He led an interesting life as he pioneered what it means to be a Chinese Christian and faced beatings and imprisonment for his faith. If you want to trace the history of preaching in China to its source, look no further than last week's episode. It's definitely worth your time. Never miss an episode of the A Thousand Lives broadcast by going ahead and subscribing on your podcasting platform of choice. We're on Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, CastBox, and so much more. Head on over to visionforchina.org slash podcast. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G slash P-O-D-C-A-S-T for a complete directory of where you can find us. Subscribing lets you get a notification each Monday morning as new episodes are published. And remember, if you like what you're hearing, go ahead and leave a review or comment as well. The more interaction the podcast gets on these channels, the more likely the apps are to recommend it to others. Help us get the word out that Jesus needs to be exalted in China. And, of course, if you're an overachiever and want to go the extra mile, go ahead and share the broadcast on social media or maybe send a personal email to that person you know who is teaching English in China currently or that friend considering missions. Also, Vision for China can be found on Facebook by searching Vision for China or by finding us directly at facebook.com slash vbmchina. That's facebook.com slash vbmchina. If you haven't already, head on over to like the page and stay up to date on the latest podcast episode announcements as well as see what else our team is up to. We with Vision for China are begging the Lord to raise up more preachers to go to China with the gospel and we want to get the word out that there are opportunities to serve the Lord in this awesome country. Sending someone a quick link to this podcast or sharing with them on social media might just be the first time they've heard that there is actually a way to preach full-time in China. They may have never heard of all the opportunities to make Jesus known through preaching and serving Him in the Middle Kingdom. So go ahead and share with them. They'll probably thank you for it. Well, today we are going to hear another story from the life of Jonathan Goforth. One of his language school teachers, called Wang Feng Ao, was an erudite Confucian scholar who refused to hear the gospel. Put yourself in Jonathan's shoes. You are already preaching in Chinese, but you still need to hone your speaking skills. So you arrange to have Wang Feng Ao meet with you regularly for language practice. And what you want him to do is to help you better articulate Bible terms by discussing the Bible and other Christian books with you. The problem is, he wants nothing to do with church or the Bible, to the point that he even refuses to attend church and refuses to allow his wife to attend. If you were in that situation, what would you say? What would you do if you were in Jonathan Goforth's shoes? Would you concede to his wish? and let him teach you from other books? Or would you try to convince him to consider the Bible? We'll see how Jonathan Goforth handled the situation right after we consider the Chinese region of the week. Our region for this week is Inner Mongolia. Not to be confused with the country Mongolia, Inner Mongolia is located in northern China and is home to around 
25 million people. Inner Mongolia is called what is known as a self-autonomous region in China. That means that the government has given the people there a slightly higher degree of autonomy due to ethnic and cultural differences between them and the majority Han Chinese. There are many ethnic Mongolians in Inner Mongolia. Interestingly enough, there are actually more ethnic Mongols in Inner Mongolia than in all of the country of Mongolia. In Inner Mongolia, the people that belong to the Mongol ethnic group account for over 17% of the population. In fact, by law, signs in Inner Mongolia must be written both in the Mongolian language and in Chinese. These people need Jesus Christ. Approximately 80% of the people in this region claim to worship features of Chinese folk religions and Mongolian shamanism. One of the things they worship is a sacred heap of stones called an oval. Please pray for laborers to be raised up to take the gospel to this region that so desperately needs the good news of Jesus Christ. Inner Mongolia is another great place in China with many opportunities to serve the Lord and preach the gospel. Friends, as I repeat in every episode, there are countless opportunities to come to China and preach Christ. There are so many here who haven't even heard his name, much less anything else about him. Brother, are you praying about serving Christ overseas? Are you considering what he'd have you do with your life? Why not consider giving your life to preaching Jesus in China? Give your life to magnifying him among the people of this great nation. There are millions upon millions of people all throughout the various provinces and regions of China that have yet to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. You could be the one to tell them. You could be the one to bring the glad tidings to them. Would you pray for the people of Inner Mongolia? Would you pray for them to hear the good news of Jesus Christ before it's too late? Would you pray and ask the Lord to send them more preachers who will give their lives to give them the gospel? And brother, why not surrender your life to being that preacher and boldly preaching the gospel of everlasting life to them? How are they going to hear without someone going? Jonathan Goforth and his wife had already been in China and speaking Chinese for some time, but Jonathan was very aware of the ever-pressing need to continually hone and improve his Chinese-speaking abilities. His language skills had for a time somewhat plateaued, and he wanted to find someone who would be intentional in helping him improve both his conversational as well as preaching Chinese. Enter the Confucian scholar Wang Fengao. Mr. Wang was considered to be a highly educated man by all in the community and seemed to make a great language school teacher. The one thing that gave Jonathan a slight bit of reservation was that Mr. Wang refused to come to church services and even refused to allow his wife to attend. In fact, one evening, his wife timidly and secretly came to visit Mrs. Goforth and confided in her that the only way she was able to leave the house and visit the Goforths was because her husband went to town and would have no way of knowing who she was with. She added that she wanted to know more about being saved, but that if her husband were to find out where she was and what she was asking about, she would certainly be beaten for wanting to learn more about Jesus. It was with all of this going on that Mr. Wang surprisingly agreed to help Jonathan with his advanced Chinese language studies. Jonathan was praying for wisdom as to how to approach speaking with him about Jesus. The very first morning, Mr. Wang came to the Goforth's residence for their first lesson, and Jonathan asked him a rather forward question. Mr. Wang, said Jonathan, you have put me in a rather awkward position. You see, the Lord Jesus has commanded me to go and preach his gospel to every creature. If I don't obey, I offend him. But I hear that you say that you won't listen to anyone declaring this gospel. Therefore, if I declare this gospel to you, I offend you. 
what am I to do? Well, replied Mr. Wong, if you put it that way, I guess I should listen. Friends, let me interject here and say that sometimes we just simply need to make it clear that we have orders from our Lord to talk about him. The thing is, do the people we preach him to see that we truly believe he is our Lord and Master? Do they see that we believe wholeheartedly that what he has commanded has real bearing on our lives? Can we, like Jonathan Goforth, look lost people in the eyes and matter-of-factly say that we are under orders to tell them about our Savior? Could it be that the reason why some don't take us and the gospel we preach seriously is because they can't see that we take the mandate to preach it seriously? As soon as Mr. Wong realized Jonathan's predicament, he was willing to at least listen. I think many times our problem is that we, unlike Jonathan, don't feel like we are in a predicament. How many times would we rather respect the wishes of the lost than respect the command of Christ? And just like that, Jonathan and Mr. Wong began their first advanced Chinese lesson with a study of the parable of the talents as found in Matthew 25. After reading the passage together with Mr. Wong correcting his pronunciation along the way, Jonathan began to preach from it to him. Mr. Wong, Jonathan said, you see from this parable that talents are given according to the ability of the one receiving them. From the one who has received great talents, his Lord will expect the more. You know that in your country, many may have ability, but their families are too poor to give them a chance for schooling. But you are not so situated. You have attained unto great scholarship. You are capable of holding any position in the land. Supposing Jesus Christ called you away today to take account of the use you have made of these talents and opportunities, how would you stand? Now, the question must have hit home for Mr. Wong, because he humbly replied, Don't ask how it would fare with me if I came before the Lord Jesus Christ. Ask how it would fare with me if I came before our sage, Confucius. You know, I can quote from memory the teachings of my sage, but honestly, I don't practice them. Confucius says, do not unto others what you would not have others do unto you. But you know, I have disobeyed and even reviled my parents. I have been drunk repeatedly and have said and done most unlawful things. I have gambled, I've smoked opium, and I've even gone to harlot houses. If I were to pass before Confucius today, he would condemn me as an unworthy follower of his. And if that be so of a man like Confucius, how could I ever hope to stand before God? And just like that, the Lord began working in Mr. Wong's heart. The Lord continued to use scripture and his man, Jonathan, to speak the truth to him. Though Mr. Wong still refused to come to church or even as much as a chapel service, he was more than willing to discuss scripture with Jonathan as he helped him improve his Chinese. Well, after about six weeks time, Mr. Wong, to everyone's surprise, came to morning worship. As the congregation was taking turns reading verses in that passage for the morning, Mr. Wong even read his verse when it came around for him to read. At the close, everyone stood to pray and he stood with them. It was apparent to everyone that something had changed. 
Later that same day, he met with Jonathan for Jonathan's Chinese lesson. And Jonathan said, Mr. Wong, I was overjoyed to see you in the meeting this morning. And at that, Mr. Wong's eyes filled with tears. He replied, I prayed for the first time ever last night. He went on to share with Jonathan that he had dreamed the night before that he had fallen into a bog, that he had fallen into a swamp and couldn't get himself out. He told Jonathan that he began sinking and was up to his chin and almost unable to breathe. When in the dream, the missionaries appeared along the bank of the bog. Jonathan was among them and asked him in the dream, Why, Mr. Wong, are you going to such a dangerous place as that? Immediately, Mr. Wong woke up and was overtaken with the thought that he was on the way of sin and unbelief. He realized that his path led to destruction, but remembered that the path of Christ led to eternal life. He told Jonathan that he immediately got out of bed, kneeled down at the bedside, and asked God to forgive him of his sins. Mr. Wong went on to say that the first morning of studying the parable of the talents all those weeks ago was deeply convicting for him and that the conviction had never left him the past six weeks. Jonathan Goforth went on to write in his memoirs that the Lord gave Mr. Wong a new heart and a right spirit. Mr. Wong immediately became an avid student of the Bible, giving up the study of Confucius. He even went on to be a great evangelist who boldly preached and exalted Christ and was greatly used to bring many people to Jesus. To quote from Jonathan's own account, Mr. Wong, to the end, walked with God and labored earnestly for the salvation of others then in triumph went to be with the Lord. We praise God for his grace abounding in the life and death of our language teacher and second convert, Wang Feng Ao. Brother, how many times have you passed up an opportunity to preach Jesus to someone because they had made it known they were unwilling to hear? How many times have you too easily given up and considered them a lost cause simply because they rejected the gospel once? Friend, have you prayed for wisdom? Have you asked God to help you proceed? Have you begged him to use you to do work? Praise God for Jonathan Goforth's faith as he bluntly told Mr. Wong of his awkward position of choosing between pleasing him and pleasing Christ. Praise God for his boldness to make it clear that he was under orders from his Lord. And praise God that he had softened the heart of Mr. Wong so that he was willing to listen and study the Bible with Jonathan regularly. You know, I imagine that there are those out there listening right now who might be thinking, well, I would be a missionary to China, but what if the language is too hard? Well, I would be a preacher in China, but what if they're stubborn in their Buddhism? or their atheism, or their Confucianism. You know, I would go to China to preach, but what if they refuse to hear and reject me? Friend, let me encourage you. The God that has saved you, the God that has redeemed you, the God that has changed your life, the God that has commanded you to go with the good news is the same God that commanded Jonathan Goforth to go. The same God that gave him the wisdom in such a situation has promised in his word that if you lack wisdom, you can ask of him, 
He says that he gives to all men liberally and upbraids not. He says that if you ask for wisdom, he will give it. He says that all we have to do is ask in faith. Brother, do you trust the Lord to give you wisdom? Do you trust him to guide you and direct you as you preach him to others? Do you trust him to take care of you wherever he might lead you, even if it's to China? Has he not already said he will never leave you nor forsake you? Has he not already promised that he will be with you always, even into the end of the world? And is not the one who so radically changed your life not worthy of being proclaimed boldly and unashamedly, even in a place like China? Friend, think on how many people in China are just like Mr. Wong and don't realize that all of their gifts and talents are from their Creator. How many Chinese today, just like him, have studied out Confucius, or Buddha, or the Tao, or Marx, and yet secretly know that they don't live up to even the standards of these so-called teachers? How many would be overjoyed to know that there is salvation in their Creator, the Lord Jesus Christ? Remember, for so many Chinese, the problem is they simply do not know. They simply have never heard the simple message of the cross. They know nothing of Jesus and his grace. Think on it, brother. You could be used to bring the next Wang Feng Ao to Christ and train him for evangelism. Think of how bold he would be as he realizes Jesus has paid it all for him. Think of how he might be used to advance the name of Christ in China. Again, brothers, there are so many wonderful opportunities to preach Jesus and serve him in China. I plead with you to consider China. I beg you to pray and ask the Lord what he would have you do for him in China. If you want to take that next step toward China and learn how to continue on a path toward full-time ministry there, reach out to us with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. You can email us at info at visionmissions.com, I-N-F-O at V-I-S-I-O-N-M-I-S-S-I-O-N-S dot C-O-M, or email me personally at austin at reachingchina.org. That's A-U-S-T-I-N at R-E-A-C-H-I-N-G-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. We'd love to talk to you about the next steps you can take towards preaching Jesus in China, whether that next step be Bible training, ministry training, or language and culture training. Training, we'd love to guide you on your path to making Jesus famous in China. Friends, Jonathan wasn't sure of how to begin studying the Bible with Mr. Wang, so he sought the Lord and asked for wisdom. He asked for zhihui. Zhihui is the Chinese word for wisdom. Zhihui. Brother, would you come to China and seek the zhihui of the Lord and boldly preach Jesus here? China needs men with the Lord's zhihui who will bluntly tell them of their need for salvation. Will you come and preach Jesus to them? If not you, then who? Well, this concludes today's episode of the A Thousand Lives broadcast. Be sure to tune in to next week's episode for a story from the life of a more obscure missionary to China by the name of Robert Jaffrey.
If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button for the A Thousand Lives broadcast so that you won't miss out on other exciting stories and interviews all centered on preaching Christ in China. Please remember to pray for the region of Inner Mongolia this week. The people there need preachers who will come with the Lord to Zhihui, who will seek His guidance as they preach the Word. Thank you again for listening to the A Thousand Lives broadcast. This has been Austin, your host and missionary to China with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. For more information about Vision Baptist Missions, the Vision for China team, and how to take the first step on your path to making Jesus famous in China, head on over to visionforchina.org, V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A.org. There you'll also find a slew of resources to aid you in both sharing the gospel with Chinese friends, as well as encouraging others to give their lives to making Jesus known in China. Well, until next time, 再见.